Morning, everybody. It's Friday again, and uh, it's quite it's rainy. It rained on the way here. I had to put on my wipers. That's that's interesting. It's a bit early, <laughs> but uh, we are happy to see some kind of rainfall. It's great. It means the season is changing and things are turning towards spring in South Africa. So I think that's great. Okay, so um, I want to to just bring a simple message that really just popped into my mind this morning. So, um, a really simple word. So, I'm going to start in Matthew chapter 7. All right. So, in Matthew chapter 7, it says, let's start in verse 6, Do not give that which is holy, the sacred thing to the dogs, and do not throw your pearls before hogs, lest they trample upon them and their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. Okay, good advice. <laughs> so, good morning, Janine. <laughs> okay, so, uh, but that's, that's not what I want to focus on. It says, um, Matthew 7, it says, Keep on asking, and it will be given you. It says in the King James, Ask, and it shall be given you. Simple. Ask, and it shall be given you. Then it explains a bit further. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking reverently. And the door will be open to you. Hello, Ma. Hello, Ishmael. Good to see you. Uh, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Everyone that asketh receiveth. And everyone that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. So, it's something that he says from our side. Ask. Knock. Seek. Okay, so um, I'm going to just jump to, uh, where should we go? Let's go first to, uh, Acts chapter 17 that we read the other day. I think that's a good place to, to continue. So we spoke some time ago about, you know, drawing near unto God and God will draw near unto you. And I think, I think that's something that we need to, to keep in our minds. We need to seek out God. We need to draw near. It's not for His sake. It's for our sake. <laughs> if our hearts does not seek after God, uh, then we will seek, necessarily seek after other things. And it doesn't come naturally to humanity to seek after God. But by the Spirit we can. So if we're intentional... On following the Spirit, we'll be seeking after God. So following the Spirit, the Spirit will lead us to Him. So seek Him. So how will you find Him? The Spirit will lead you. The Spirit will show you the way. The Spirit will, will direct you. Okay, so Jesus said in John chapter 14, I am the way and the truth and the life. So uh, He is the way. He will show you the way. The Spirit of God is your comforter, your paracletos, etc., your helper. But He is your guide, he will lead you, he will guide you, all right? So if you seek, you will find. Why? Because you've got the Spirit. If you knock, you will be, it will be opened. Why? Because the Spirit wants you to go in there. He's drawing you closer to God, all right? He wants you to go there. So God wants to come here, and he wants us to go there. And I've said it so many times in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so uh, we are in Christ, and Christ is in us. It's, and we touched on it yesterday as well. It's two 
two sides of the same thing. We, uh, we need to be seeking after God because God is seeking after us. So we need to be reconciled. We need to be one with Him. We need to find our life in Him and He wants to find His expression in us. Totally one. Okay, so in Acts chapter 17, he says, uh, verse 27, and I'm speaking to the, to the Greeks, you know, uh, in Athens, uh, the statue to the unknown God, and said, verse 27, 26, he says, so that they can turn from darkness to light, and from, um, no wait, I'm in Acts chapter 26 in my mind. Just listen to this. I'm not fully awake yet. Just listen to this. So that they should seek God in the hope that they might feel after him and find him. So that they should seek God in the hope that they might feel after him and find him, although he is not far from each one of us. Okay. He wants us to seek after Him in the hope that we might feel after Him and find Him, although He is not far. He is close to us. He wants to be found by us. He, Isaiah says he was, uh, he was found by a people who was not looking for Him. But to the Jews, he stretched out his hands to a fault-finding and hard-hearted, stiff-necked people, to a contrary people. Okay, so um, he wants us to feel after him. He wants us to seek after him. So David was a man after God's own heart. Something that I learned from Tommy Tenney. So if is, this is God's heart, man is after it. Okay, so you see God after so he wrote that book, God Chasers. I think it's a good book. All right, so I just want to quickly jump to Isaiah 55. He says, wait and listen. So I want to place emphasis on the listening to. Wait and listen. Everyone who is thirsty, come to the waters, and he who has no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy uh, priceless spiritual wine and milk without money and without price, simply for the self-surrender that accepts the blessing. Why do you spend your money for that? which is not bread, and your earnings for that what does not satisfy. Hearken diligently to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear. So part of seeking, part of knocking is inclining the ear, is in focusing on him, is in uh, reaching out to touch him. Okay, Incline your ear, submit, consent to the divine will and come to me here and your soul will revive. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Okay, And then he says, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Okay. It says... Looking for it, he says, call, and call to him while he may be found. All right. See God while he may. Okay. 
I'm not seeing what I want to see. That's some of the benefits of this. This is just the next verse. Seek, inquire for, require the Lord while he may be found. Claiming him by necessity, by right. Call upon him while he is near. Okay, so he says, so, so sorry if I seem scattered. I was up reading Bible till 2 o'clock this morning, so I haven't slept. It's not the children's fault this time. Okay, so he says, um, so he says now, call upon him, seek while he may be found. He says, keep on asking and it will give in you. Keep on seeking that you, that you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you. So it's not that you're far from him. God wants you to feel after him. Acts chapter 7, so that they should see God in the hope that they might feel after him and find him although he is not far from each one of us. All right? So he is close, and because he is close, seek him. And if you seek him because you have the Spirit, you will find. Because he is close, because you have the Spirit, knock and it will be open. Because he is close, because you have the Spirit, uh, you draw near to God, and He will draw near unto you. Okay, which brings me to the next scripture in James chapter 4. So the reason I was up so late last night, because there's a lot of new information. I'm just, I'm just going through a lot of material, uh, because I'm starting something on Sunday on Daniel, and um, there's a lot of history and a lot of things, the reading through, just to get to the simplicity of the matter, so I can just, in simplicity, bring something over. So on Sunday, I'm going to teach on the image that uh, King Nebuchadnezzar saw in Daniel chapter 2, and then how it is also reflected in Daniel chapter 7 with the beasts, and in Revelation 17, uh, in Revelation 13. So I want to bring all those things together and speak of those kingdoms and those things, so that's, that's what I'm up looking at. Okay, right, so James says, in James chapter 4, now we know this, I mean, we, we covered it recently. Come on, James. James 4 says, Come close to God, and He will come close to you. James 4 verse 8. Recognize that you're sinners, get your soul, hands clean, realize that you've been disloyal, wavering individuals, etc. But he says, yeah, and he says, purify your hearts of your spiritual adultery. Come close to God, he will come close to you. Knock, and it shall be open. Seek, shall find. He wants us to seek him. So, just back to um, Matthew chapter 7. So he says, if you, verse 11, Evil as you are, know how to give good gifts and advantageous gifts to your children. How much more will your Father who is in heaven, perfect as he is, give good and advantageous gifts, things, to those who keep on asking him? So if you keep on asking, he will give you good gifts. All right? So then whatever you desire that, uh, that others would do to you, for you, even so do to the, and for them. It sums up the law and the prophets. So it's basically love. So now he says, verse 13, enter through the narrow gate. So first he says, knock. And then he says, enter. First he says, knock. And then he says, enter. All right. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and spacious and broad is the way that leads away to destruction. And many are those who are entering through it. But 
The gate is narrow, contracted by pressure, and the way is straightened and compressed that leads to life. Few are those who find it. Beware of false prophets. You can <laughs> reference, uh, just because it's fresh in my mind, Revelation chapter 17, you know, the, the false prophet that is described there, uh, that is this, uh, this uh, prostitute with on her face, on her head, it says Babylon the Great, referring to Jerusalem. So it, it refers especially to the system that they brought back from Babylon, uh, the scribes, Pharisees, Sadducees, and the synagogues. God never instituted it. It's the system that they brought back from Babylon. And that's the false prophet. And that's uh, the, the, the city, which is the, the, the whore or the prostitute in Revelation. Okay, so, and, that, and that is called the false prophet in Revelation 17. So beware of false prophets who come to you dressed as sheep, but inside they are devouring wolves. So dressed as sheep according to the customs, but inside they are full of death. And Jesus called, and John the Baptist called them, you serpent seed. And referring to the Sadducees, Pharisees, and the scribes. Okay, you will fully recognize them by their fruits. Do people pick grapes from thorns and figs from thistles? Even so, healthy, sound tree bears good fruit, worthy of admiration, but the sickly, decaying, worthless tree bears bad fruit. Okay, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Right, so, so he says, knock, and then he says, enter. He says, knock, and then he says, enter. So you have to knock somewhere specific. Knock on the door. Now, if we go to John chapter 10, and this, I mean, we refer to all the time, but I believe in repetition. If we keep on referring to stuff, and, and then every now and then add something new, then before you know it, everything connects to one another, and everything makes sense. So he says in John chapter 10, verse 7, he says, So Jesus said again, I assure you most solemnly I tell you that I myself am the door for the sheep. I myself am the door for the sheep. All others who came as such before me, Sadducees, Pharisees, scribes, are thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to and obey them. I am the door. Anyone who enters in through me will be saved and live. And he will come and he will go out freely and he will find pasture. The thief comes in only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflow. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd risks and lays down his life for the sheep. Hi, Denise. Good to see you. Okay, so, so the, the thief... Uh, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The thief is that worldly system. The thief is that uh, uh, those who came as the door before him. And so there's then two doors. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, there's two doors. The one is wide and the one is narrow. So let's just narrow it down to one thing that you need to enter. You can only enter by Christ. There's no other way to enter. You can only enter this way. So in, by pressing through, what's the pressing through? Oh, that they might seek after me and feel after me. Okay, so you press through uh, the pressure. It's like uh, you seeing in a different realm. It's you entering into a different realm. Um, and, and it's not doing all the works of the law, which is the popular opinion which is every, it's wide. Everyone is saying it. Everyone is doing it. But there's something you need to focus your attention. Focusing is narrowing it down. 
so to one thing. The door is narrow. So one thing to focus on. So God showed me this revelation years ago. He said it's like, I saw a dartboard. And it's not about all the information around it. That's the wide. But it's about the bullseye. You need to find the bullseye. And the bullseye is the door where you need to enter into. And the door is Jesus Christ. But that door goes deep, 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 deep. So it's not in how much you know, it's in how deep you know him. And, it, and I saw from the side, this dartboard from the side was like a funnel. So uh, the closer you got to the center, the deeper it went. So the closer you got to the knowledge of Jesus, the deeper you could go. And that's the door. Okay, so... So it narrows it down to one thing, knowing Jesus. And that's the narrow door. I hope that makes sense to someone. Okay, so it narrows it down to, to that thing. The narrow way, the narrow door is knowing Jesus Christ. Okay, so I want to jump to John chapter 6. Jesus says here in verse 44, No one is able to come to me unless the Father who sent, who sent me attracts and draws him and gives him the desire to come to me. So if you don't have a desire to him, you know, if you think it, by the law that you must, you must try, you're knocking on the wrong door. If you think you must, you don't really want to, but you must, you're doing these things out of duty, you're knocking on the wrong, wrong door and you're standing in where everyone else is standing, at the tree of knowledge of good and evil, at the wide way, at the wide door, and it leads nowhere. But Acts 17, that they might, might feel after me. So draw to God, desire Him. Uh, go after him. He says, no one is able to come to me unless the Father attracts and draws him. So, so ask God, give me a desire for you. Uh, make, give me a hunger for God, okay? Unless the Father who sent me attracts and draws him and gives him the desire to come to me, and then I will raise him up from the dead at the last day. It is written in the book of the prophets, and they shall all be taught of God and have him in person for their teacher. Everyone who has listened and learned from the Father comes to me. So what gives you the desire to come to him? When you listen and learn. So back to Isaiah. Listen. Hearken diligently. Let your soul delight itself in fatness. So if you listen and you eat what is good, the delight, the desire comes. So the desire to know God comes when you listen to the gospel. It stirs a desire. And when you stir a desire, the Father is drawing you to himself. You can't come if you are not drawn, if there's no desire. So if you keep on listening to the law, there's going to be no desire and you're not going to come. Because you're going to stand at the wrong door. You're going to stand at the wrong road. Okay. But if you listen to the gospel, listen to what the Spirit is saying. You are drawn to the Father. And if you come with that desire to know Him, everyone who has listened to and learned from the Father comes to me. Okay. So it's not just, okay, God just decides, oh, I'm just going to draw them and them and them and not them. No, no. The gospel went out to everyone. But those who listened received the desire, and the Father is drawing them. Simple as that. So Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So he's the narrow door. He's the narrow way. So it narrows it down to one thing. You have to listen, hear the gospel. And the gospel brings a desire. The Father draws you. So now that you're drawn, he says, just come to me. Seek me out. So I have a desire to seek him out. Okay, Draw near to God. 
I will draw near unto you. Okay, so let's just go to Revelation. And here it's a bit of a different knocking. Revelation chapter 3. So he says, Oh, in the wrong chapter. Okay. He says in verse 20, I, I pray that God will open up our the understanding and the hearts so that we can know this. Okay, he says, Revelation 3 verse 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. That's the preaching of the gospel. God the gospel is preached, is coming to you. He says, I stand at the door and knock. I want to draw you. I want to give you a desire to come to me. <clears throat> Sorry. I want to give you a desire. Can you my glass water? Bring some Thanks, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Anyone, if anyone hears and listens, Two, and heeds my voice and opens the door. I will come into him and will eat with him and he will eat with me. So, the eating again, Isaiah 55. Eat what is good. Let your soul delight itself in fatness, the profuseness of spiritual joy. It's listening and hearing, heeding the voice. Oh, by a donkey. Niku is just awesome. He's just awesome. Thank you, Niku. Okay. <clears throat> So he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. That made an immediate difference. <laughs> you know, sometimes just go to bed. <laughs> sometimes just leave it and go to bed. Okay. Okay. Right. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears and listens to and heeds my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and will eat with him and he will eat with me. Fellowship, eating the word, uh, he will reveal his word to me. It's much like John uh, 14, 21. If anyone has my word and keeps it, it's the one who really loves me and I will love him. And I and the Father will come and abide with him. You know, John 14 with verse 21 and 23. So he says, I stand at the door and knock. That's the preaching of the gospel. Anyone who hears and listens to hears my voice. And opens the door. So you open the door by heeding. You open the door by listening. You open the door by believing the message. Here comes the message. Now you have a desire. So what's the next thing? Enter in. Okay. So listen. It, it will come in now. It says, He overcomes and is victorious. I will grant him to sit beside me on my throne. Seated with Christ in heavenly places. Ephesians 2, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. We can come boldly to the throne of grace and enter the rest. So... Sit beside him at my throne, as I myself overcame and sat down beside my father's throne. Now, verse 22. He who is able to hear, let him listen to and heed what the Holy Spirit says to the assemblies. Next verse, 4 verse 1. After this I, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. So now I don't have to get the door open. So, if I hear the gospel... So now I have a desire. I'm seeking after God. So uh, uh, Matthew chapter 7 says, Knock and it will be opened. Okay. But now it's opened. 
The door is now open. He has opened for us, Hebrews 10 verse 19 20, a fresh new living way dedicated through the blood of Jesus, through the separating good, and that is through his flesh. Okay, so we draw near to him by listening to the gospel. We listen to the gospel by opening our doors. And when we open our doors, when he draws us with the desire, we realize, hey, but the door is actually open. I don't have to try and get some way to get to him. He says, if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. So we find, when we open the door, when we listen, when we uh, uh, respond to his advances, when we believe the gospel, and, the, and we open the door, we welcome the message, and we start seeking him out, we just find, hey, but he's done it all. It's already done. And now we see the door is open. So what's the next thing? Come I heard a voice like a war trumpet saying, come, come up here and I will show you what must take place in the future. Okay, <clears throat> so there's a whole lot of things that's happening and <laughs> there's a whole lot of things connecting with Daniel, but from there on. But what I'm saying is, when you search out God, you will realize there's no separation. When you search out God, if your heart feels after Him, you will realize... The moment I draw near to him, he's there. Because he's been drawing me all this time. So he's been drawing, he's trying to get to you. Then he's speaking through the radio. Then he's speaking through some ad. Then he's speaking to your aunt. Then, he, then he's speaking through someone at Checkers. And, and it's all these things coming together. And you start, and there's this thing in your conscience, I should read Bible. There's this thing in your conscience, I should pray. And you say, but how do I do it? And it feels so far, and it feels so... Veiled up and it feels so... But the moment you do it, he starts showing himself. He starts showing himself. So I open up the door more and more and more and more by allowing him in. By allowing the word in. Okay. So I just want to jump quickly to John chapter 8. In John chapter 8, Jesus speaks to these same people. Sadducees, Pharisees, scribes, the ones who hate him, the, one who rejected, the ones who rejected him. And he said... Um, Verse 37, yes, I know that you are Abraham's offspring, yet you plan to kill me because my word has no entrance in you. So that directly connects with Revelation chapter 3 verse 20. The word needs to enter our hearts. If the word enters our hearts, then he is welcome here. So then the nature changes. So if we... If we hate God, that's uh, John chapter 3, verse 16 through to, to 21. Those who love the light come out into the light. Those who hate the light shun away from it. How do you shun away from it? You keep the door closed. You keep him out. How do you keep him out? You refuse to let his word gain entrance into your heart. Standing at the door. If anyone will listen. Standing at the door knocking. If anyone will listen. So right now, me preaching to you, he's knocking, he's knocking, he's knocking, he's knocking, he's knocking, he's knocking. He says, I want to draw you close to me. Will you open the door? Okay? So now, now it's no longer a question of we must try to bang down heaven's gates or, you know, we must, you know, take the kingdom by force. That's a silly doctrine. You know, uh, Jesus says, learn from me, I'm meek and gentle of heart. The kingdom is not, is not for, the, uh, for the violent. He said, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom suffers violence from forceful men, which is the Sadducees, Pharisees, and scribes. 
So, but uh, then he says, and the violent try to take it by force. They try by force to take it. But we know that the kingdom belongs to the meek. All right. So all God wants is for us to feel after him, for us to have a desire for him. Okay, so how do we desire him? Here, listen, listen. Draw near to God. How? Here, 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 praying, here, seek him out. Okay, if you draw near to God, you will find he's been drawing near to you. He's there, he will draw near to you. Okay, <clears throat> if you come close to the door that you see that is closed, you realize, but it's not his door that is closed. It's my door that is closed, and he's trying to get to me. So how do I draw near? I open my door and let his word come in. That's how I draw near. I open my door and invite him in. That's how I draw. And if I draw near to God, he will draw near to me. His door is already open. So I see these two doors, heaven's door and my heart's door. Okay, so uh, his door is already open. He's standing at my door knocking. So now he says, hey, would you seek after me? He says, hey, would you draw near to me? He says, hey, would you come to the door? So now he's speaking, 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 speaking. That, the preaching of the gospel, that's the knocking. The moment I receive the preaching, the word, I open the door, boom, and I find it. I draw near to God. <laughs> I open my door of my heart. And I find him. And he, I see his door is open already. He made a way for me through the blood, through the separating curtain, through the cross. And he says, come with me. Come up higher. I want to draw you in. I want to draw you closer. There's something greater. There's a higher realm. Let me go and show you. I hope this, this has done something for someone. So this is just a message that popped into my heart this morning. <clears throat> so, Mito, who's in a and a proos. <laughs> and now we are going to try to get it So I hope, I hope this has done something for you. I hope this has blessed you. So, uh, so may you just open the door of your heart by receiving the word. Let the words of the person Jesus find entrance into your heart. He says the words that I have been speaking to you, John 6, 63, are spirit and they are life. If you open up, he will come in and eat with us. What's the meal? The bread and the wine. Okay. So I hope this has done something for you. Be blessed. Sunday morning, 9.30. Um, we have our live uh, stream of a Sunday service. And uh, I will be starting uh, something new on, on uh, Daniel. And uh, I will be looking this Sunday at the, the image and the beast and the... Uh, What's the else than the dragon and the false prophet? <laughs> so, but it's good news. Oh, you'll, you'll see where it's fulfilled in history. It's all good news. All the stuff of the end times that you've heard is nonsense. There's no tribulation coming. Let me just give you a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> There's no tribulation coming. There's no bad stuff coming. There's no dragon coming to bite you. This is all done. It's all finished. It's all, all finished. So I want you to see where, it, where the prophecy was fulfilled and and what the Spirit of God meant when He revealed it to Daniel, and uh, when He revealed it to John, the Apostle. So uh, it all referred to the, exactly the same event, the burning down of Jerusalem. 
at the end of 70, or in 70 AD, at the end of the generation of the Christ. Okay, so um, may you be blessed, everybody. Uh, God's plan is still to fill the earth <laughs> with His glory as the waters cover the sea. This is a great revival coming. It's just all good news. Okay, so be blessed. Uh, hello, Aaron. Bless you. Yeah, come in. Door, door, come in. Yes, amen. Amen, Aaron. Bless you, man. Okay, so everyone, we love you, bless you. Please send us an email. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, please tell us where you're watching us from. And just, or if you just want to chat, it's good to see you. Okay, so see you on Sunday morning, 9.30. Be blessed.